Hey, this is Aaron Mack with Aaron Mack LLC. And if you really want to learn how to level up your life, you should be listening to the Time to Shine Today podcast with my good friend, Scott Ferguson. Time to Shine Today podcast, Varsity Squad. This is Scott Ferguson, and we're at episode 221 with my joy slinger, my really good friend, Aaron McCullough. And I, her story is just amazing. I'm going to let her tell it. I'm not even going to kind of preface it. But she's all about really creating your story daily, uh, living with your intuition, going with your gut. Uh, just a fantastic human being. It's such a joy. And there he went, use joy again. Such a joy uh, to have this conversation with Aaron. So let's sit back, relax, break out your notebooks, because I literally had like a, almost three pages of notes when it was all said and done. Because here comes my really good friend, Aaron McCullough. Let's level up. Time to shine today, podcast varsity squad. It is Scott Ferguson, and I got my girl from the left coast over in Portland area, Oregon, and her name's Erin McCullough. You got to check out her website uh, after the show here, and it's erin-mac.com, and check out her about page because her story, which we're going to dig a little bit into, is absolutely amazing. Erin Mack is a thought leader that helps people create impenetrable, impenetrable joy so that they can be calm, have peace of mind and meaning in their life now. And by the way, that's a book that's coming out and I'm going to have a giveaway. It hasn't launched yet for Aaron, but when it does, I'm going to have a nice John Hancock uh, book sent. And I'll talk about that a little bit later in the show. So make sure you stick around. And through an anxiety disorder that had Aaron hold up in her home for a year, sounds a little bit like Howard Hughes. Uh, she developed strategies she now teaches. And Aaron, thank you so, so much for coming on Time to Shine today. Please introduce yourself to the Time to Shine Today podcast varsity squad. But first, what's your favorite color and why? Ooh, um, I like purple a lot. Ah, regal, royal. And, yeah, and that's part your, of it. Looking at your site and looking at some of the stuff you put out there, I see the real calm blue, right? But I yeah. also can see she probably fires up a little red. So you mash those together and you get that purple, right? hundred <laughs> percent. Yeah. I love it. I'm going <laughs> to shut up now. And I want to hear this story a little bit about Hawaii and, you know, things that were happening. And can you just share that with our squad? Yeah. I mean, it's a three-parter, so I'm going to try and make it Please. super short so that everybody can get a bit of it. And, and if you want to know more, of course, you can get me later. Probably in the book um, a little bit too, right? hundred percent. So it started with an anxiety disorder that came about through talk therapy. I was going to a counselor with a boyfriend at the time and uh, I had a panic attack in the first session. I had no idea what it was. I'd never had one before. <laughs> right. And uh, you can imagine, I was like, what is happening? Um, thankfully the counselor, she was really on her game and she understood immediately what was happening. And through that talk therapy, I basically created an anxiety disorder um, by telling my traumatic story over and over again. I'm not against talk therapy. I think it's wonderful, especially if it's done in a way that is healing um, and you can grow from it. Um, I just happened to go this route. And so as the panic attacks kept going and getting worse and worse, I began to narrow and narrow my life because I was afraid to go out. And so... After about eight months of this, she referred me to a homeopathic psychiatrist who helped me level out all my chemistry. But as I'll recognize, and you'll hear in my story later, I um, didn't uh, navigate the mental emotional piece. And so now my chemistry is fixed. I'm not 
you know, having panic attacks all the time. So I decided I'm going to move to Hawaii and have this simple life thinking that, you know, I won't get triggered being in this, you know, small town in Hawaii paradise, you know, all the things. And immediately I started a business right out of the gate, literally in 24 hours, the business grew exponentially and became super successful. And so I created all those things again, right? Stress, anxiety, overwhelm. And about 10 years into my business, uh, a client called complaining and I would get fanatical about complaints when, when people would call. And I was like, oh my gosh, I'll be right over. And I raced over to my friend's house to drop my daughter off. And I backed into her driveway and I was like, oh my gosh, I sideswiped my car and her husband's truck in the driveway. (laughs) And I was like, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry, but I got to go. So I dropped my daughter, leave, come back a couple hours later. And uh, my friend says, gosh, I got to talk to you about something. When you hit my husband's truck, he was under it working on it. And he thought it was going to land on him. And it just rocked me to my core. I thought, oh my gosh, like I cannot be this way. This is not acceptable. You know, I almost kill somebody because I'm so frantic about a complaint. So I delve headfirst into self-development and start going to all these seminars and reading all these books and, um, you know, making some changes in my business and in my personal life and things were starting to feel a little better. And then I find uh, myself in a, like five years later in the middle of a divorce and it just leveled me. Mm. And after all the work that I had done or supposedly done in those seminars and reading all those books, I literally didn't have any strategies. Uh. And so then a series of things happened. I started reading this book and I had this amazing experience where like the words popping off the page were, you know, the path is joy. The answer is joy, 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 joy. And I literally like threw my hands up in the air one day and was like, okay, I hear you. I hear the answer, but how do I get there? And then I um, was reintroduced to a gentleman I'd met through a seminar company I worked for. And I went to one of his seminars and it was a seminar on visualization that he teaches. And I came home and I put it to work and I, my life just lined up like all these crazy things happened. My business that had been for sale for nine months um, went into a bidding war and sold within a week. Um, I met the love of my life and some very interesting circumstances. And then I went back and trained with this gentleman. And then I taught his seminar, uh, for a couple of years. And when I got in front of my first seminar, it was like a culmination of all these life experiences came together. And I went, ah, this is what I'm supposed to be doing. Teaching people how to find their joy cultivate it daily and live the life that they've always wanted to live. So what was the book that joy, joy, joy popped off? Just curious about that. Um, it was called, it's called the course in miracles. Have you heard of this book? Yes, I have. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. So it's like 365 passages and you're meant to read it one passage a day for a year. Um, I actually stopped about a month and a half in the first month. I was like, Oh, this is interesting, but I wasn't having anything you know, any remarkable experience with it. But then when the joy literally was popping up off the page, I was like, <laughs> and I've not gone back to even see if the word joy is in there. I'm sure it must <laughs> you don't be. Need but... <laughs> to. It's how you internalized it. And that that's just awesome. So do you still practice any homeopathic? Um, I, you know, I do use it yeah. occasionally. Yeah. Like oils um, and stuff like that maybe, or what, what, what's your thing? You know, they have these remedies. I don't know. Have you ever taken the remedies? Oh, yeah. yeah. The, so that's the what the, Asia, homeop- or something like that, you know, yeah, I mean, it's, you know, it works. I love it. Yeah. 
Yeah. Homeopathy is incredible. I used a lot of it when my daughter was young. Okay. Um, yeah, it just, it basically introduces, uh, healing to your body and it yes. allows your body to create the healing, which is what it's supposed to yes. do. Yes. Thank you squad. Did you hear that? Your body will create your own healing, especially if you introduce it to things and your mind as well. Two things that are helping you level up more like on a medicinal or a uh, homeopathic medicinal level, not the RX stuff. So I love you. Thank you so much for sharing that. So then yeah. as we move forward and you're starting to help people, what do you think makes a great coach? I think intuition, you know, when somebody can tap into, um, you know, understanding that there's more to this life than just what we, you know, the five senses, you know, when we can, you know, that gut feeling you get about things. Um, I think that's super important. I know for me in my practice, um, working with people, I get sort of what I call hits on ideas. And <laughs> as it turns out, when I say to a client, you know, this is kind of the feeling I'm getting about this thing. And I don't, if it resonates with you, great. If it doesn't ignore it. <laughs> right. And usually yes. they're like, yeah, that's a hundred percent on. I think the other piece is, you know, somebody who's still growing and learning, you know, I, I find it like, I feel like it's part of my practice is that I need to continue to work on myself so that I can be the best version of me. Yes. And so that, um, I have, you know, new strategies and techniques and ideas for yes. people. Um, and so I'm always voraciously reading, you know, new ideas and new ways of healing. And I think that's super important. And then just like, you know, what is your intention when you're working with people? Like, are you aligned with your intention and, um, and what you're, you know, sharing with your uh, clients? I think that's super important. Too. Absolutely. And, so if you're in the discovery process and, and when you're starting to take on somebody, what is some of your secret sauce of their mm -hmm. Air Mac, if you don't mind sharing, to help them really oh, kind of find their blind spot? <clears throat> yeah. Um, you know, I, every single client, I start out exactly the same. And I say, what is your story, right? If I asked you what your story is, and of course they tell me all the rainbows and sunshine and all the beautiful things that happened. And no, actually they don't. They, <laughs> they tell do. me all no. this stuff, right? Bleak, blah, they tell me, yep. <laughs> Yeah. They tell you all, you know, they tell you all the trauma and the not fair and the, all the things that happened. Right. And that's what I'm after. And the reason I'm after it is because in order to heal and grow, you absolutely have to start and acknowledge with where you are at. Yes. And you break your when, arm, you're not going to be like, oh, I'm going to look at your knee. You know, you know the arm's broke, <laughs> right? right? And I'm sorry. I didn't try to, this is how no, I no. coach too. So please go on. I'm sorry. I'm so, I'm no. so stoked. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm loving it. Um, yeah. And so, and then the point is, but beyond the story is getting people to understand like how often that story is creating the re their reality. Yes. And so, you know, getting, um, space from that story. And eventually, I mean, the goal is that that story is just a story and it doesn't affect your daily life. I mean, there's the parts of, of course, I'm not working on the things that are working out. We're only working on the things that aren't working out. So, yes. you know, those parts of the story that are, you know, I mean, I truly believe that, you know, we're here for sp spiritual development, for self-development, whatever you want to call that. Um, <clears throat> and those parts of the story, our is the doorway into the healing and growth. 
you couldn't, I mean, if you didn't have those things, then you wouldn't, um, you wouldn't know where to start and there wouldn't be anything to work on. And so when you understand that that's what they are and not who you are, then you can move forward from there. And when you do that, then we create a new story. And then I use that new story in a visualization process that I teach hundred percent. That's where I found my joy was in the visualization process. Because if you can put yourself in the day in the life of everything you ever wanted Mm -hmm. and start your day in that place, that'd be a pretty spectacular place to start. Amazing. It's amazing. I can't wait to add you to my gratitude journal too, just to start my day with that. Cause what you're doing and you said we were, we walked so such similar paths. Um, You and I have definitely got to collaborate on a few things moving forward. Trust me. So during that discovery period, then is there any good question that you wish they would ask you, but never do? Um, gosh, that's a good question. Nobody's ever asked me that before. It's time to shine today, uh, baby. You know, <laughs> <laughs> I guess so. Let's get into it. Um, there it's less about, um, I mean, I would love for them to ask me questions about, you know, um, how do these ideas that we create at a young age, how they manifest this, uh, you know, perception in which we're living this reality. So, you know, uh, I'm talking about beliefs specifically, Mm -hmm. um, understanding, you know, how, like the depth of how that affects people. Mm. Um, you know, often I touch on it and sometimes people get lost in some of the, um, you know, words around it. I mean, sometimes like (laughs) my clients, I'm explaining to them what's going on with their brain and why they're having this reaction and, Mm. and what it means. And I can see they get deer in the headlights. Right. (laughs) So I try to break it down into smaller pieces. Um, But for those that are listening, just know that you created beliefs at a very young age that made these decisions for you about what is right and wrong and how you set people up in expectations. And so when you have these things in the wallpaper of your life and you don't realize that they're running the show, it can be really challenging to make any, you know, uh, positive change because you're still looking at the past to create a new future. And what we need to do is uh, let go of the past, find some space from it, create a new future, and then in their new strategy and ways of being in order to create the new, because you can't create the new from the old. Correct. It's the same. Yes. Gotcha. I, that, that's so true. A lot of people will pull that past forward. And we say here, even with my clients, and I see here on the podcast, that the windshield is so much bigger than the rearview mirror for a reason. You know, you can pull little fun things back yeah, like you know, forward. But you have all this is right, right in front of you. They, like you said, through visualization, you can really create and manifest whatever that you know what you want. That, I thank you for really, really clarifying that. So I, I'm probably a little bit older than you. Um, I'm coming up on 50. So have you seen the movie Back to the Future? <laughs> yes, okay. I'm 50. Oh, are you all right? Cool. We'll see <laughs> yeah. you, so, wow, you look phenomenal. Squad, if you're watching, uh, she looks nowhere near it. Anyways. Aaron, if you go could go back in time with Marty McFly and that DeLorean yeah. and meet the 22-year-old Aaron, I don't know if it's McCullough, mm. but the 22-year-old Aaron, what kind of knowledge nuggets, this is what we call them here at Time to Shine today, what kind of knowledge nuggets would you drop on her to maybe shorten her learning curve, blast through, and level up? 
Well, I mean, I think this is the ultimate of importance um, because this was my experience just in general up until about five years ago. Um, I really thought I was my thoughts and I really thought I was my emotions. And when you think you're your thoughts and your emotions, it creates this roller coaster ride of a life where it feels like everything's challenging and overwhelming. And when you can understand that your thoughts are what you use to create the reality and not and that you can actually have, you can control the thought part. See, I didn't understand that piece. I thought that all of my thoughts were just, you know, I guess sort of random or, and now I recognize that I can insert thoughts and I can stop thoughts. And so when you can be in control of those things and recognize that, and then also I didn't understand what my emotions were trying to tell me. See, I just thought I was my emotions. And so how I know you're not your thoughts and you're not your emotions is that you can think a thought and tell me what that thought is. So who is that? And you can have an emotion and name that emotion. So who is that? That's who you actually are. And so when you can understand that and that these are the only things that you actually can control in your life. Versus what most people's experiences is trying to get people and circumstances to fit into their, you know, beliefs, their rights and wrongs that make them feel good about life. Right. When I can show you that you can control the thoughts and the emotions and choose the ones that you want, then it's a very different experience in life, right? Then it's you are intentional about what you're creating versus being at the mercy to your thoughts and people and circumstances. That's, that's, I've never heard it said better that you, you can Hmm. tell your thoughts for one and that you can choose your thoughts to create your circumstances. I say it, but that, that was so articulate. Thank you so much. So how do you want Aaron's dash remembered a little line in between your incarnation date and your expiration date, your life date and death date. How do you want people to remember Aaron or how do you want to be remembered within that dash? Oh gosh, you have such good questions. Awesome. I love this. <laughs> Making me think this morning. <laughs> um, oh, you know, I really just want to be in service. Um, I feel like I, it's like I got this pot of gold you know, after all these years of struggling and challenge and, and anxiety disorder and anxiety in general, I'm overwhelmed and stress. Like, I feel like I finally kind of hit the jackpot right. in terms of recognizing that this life is beautiful now in this moment. And if I can impart this information and get as many people to recognize that their life can be this beautiful in every moment now, regardless of the, you know, things The you know, like we're not on our deathbed thinking like, I wish I'd amassed more cash. I wish I had, you know, more, I had worked more or, you know, I have more things. We're thinking like, you know, I wish I'd have deeper, more meaningful relationships with people. And that's what I hope that I can impart is that This, like the predominant experience you should be having is one in joy. And if it's not what you're experiencing, then please keep seeking. If this doesn't speak to you from me, there's people like you and others out there that can help you. And it's absolutely like 
I mean, the universe is divine in its creation of all the things, like all of the challenges are for our benefit. They're the biggest gifts. So us, for us to be able to, you know, understand yeah. what's going on yes. uh, on a deeper level. And instead of, you know, having the experience that everything is difficult all the time, uh, when you can shift your perspective to these are gifts and doorways into where I can grow and heal, then it's a much different experience. It it so is, Aaron. It's like, you know, the the universe or God or whoever that you believe your creator is wants to show out big time for you. Mm. You know, it's just, you have got to understand that the the bigger the challenges, I love the challenges myself. I had to grow into (laughs) loving my challenges, um, but I want bigger ones. I want bigger problems. And that's what I really coach my clients to do. And everybody out there listening, you know, I'm always talking about that is you want to, Get, have bigger problems. I mean, death of a loved one and, you know, stuff like that sucks. Right. But like, you want to be challenged and, and thank you for putting that out there. And okay. So what then keeps Aaron up at night? Um, you know, I'm always working on myself, you know, <laughs> it's a right. constant evolution. Right. Um, you know, there's a couple of things that I have been working on over the last probably year. Um, okay. One is um, this body image uh, deal. Um, I think it's especially challenging for women. Um, You know, we do see a lot of images of, you know, sort of the unicorn, you know, tall, super skinny. um, (laughs) And that was not my body type growing up. And, um, and for whatever reason, both I had several family members that were sort of hung up on body image as well that mm. played a huge role in my life. And so that's something that I've been working on for quite some time. And I've definitely made a lot of headway in terms Good. of recognizing that, you know, this is just a suit to carry my soul. And um, when I'm unhappy with it, um, you know, it's some of the kind of the brain, um, default stuff, right? So it's like disrupting, you know, those, uh, thought patterns and going, yeah, that's just not important. You know, as long as we're healthy and we're thinking healthy thoughts and we're eating healthy food and moving our body, then this ideal of having to be perfect, which I think is, um, extremely difficult for a lot of women, this idea of being perfect. Yes. Um, Yeah. So, uh, you know, navigating some of that, recognizing, you know, uh, we were talking earlier about, uh, you know, constantly learning new things. Um, I just took this energy class not that long ago Mm -hmm. and I realized something about boundaries. You know, um, a lot of people will say, oh, I'm going to set a boundary around that, but that's actually going the opposite of the, you know, (laughs) I love it. Like the idea is to be neutral to the recognize that, oh, there's a boundary I didn't set there. And so I've compromised myself, but it's not a, you stay away kind of a thing. Like, let me put up a wall. It's it's like, Oh, let me recognize in myself where I didn't show up fully for myself. I love it. Yes, exactly. I mean, the boundaries, like you said, be neutral and, and, but let them come so you can learn from that experience. Right. Yeah. hundred percent. So then what is Aaron's definition of a life well-lived? Gosh, I feel like I'm living it. Honestly, I, I, <laughs> I mean, it. I, it's like, you know, I, I have a very specific, uh, I call it a ritual or practice in the morning. 
that starts, you know, I talked about that visualization. I do visual, visualization meditation. And then I do something that um, I read something that speaks to my soul, or sometimes I just listen to somebody that speaks to my soul. Um, And when I start that way, it's like no fail. You know what I mean? It's like, I'm just in the zone immediately. And then everything from there, the other thing that I do is I, you know, I love what I do for work, Mm. but I don't, I intentionally do not fill up my schedule. I do not want to be working all the time. Right. And um, even though it fulfills me and I feel great about it, there are other aspects of my life that I love too. I have a 13-year-old daughter who I love spending time with. She's such an amazing soul. Um, And I have friends and family that I want to spend time with. And there are activities that I like to do besides that. I just feel like, you know, this nine to five, 40 hours a week is just, I mean, it doesn't make sense, right? It's like you have 24 hours, eight of it, you're supposed to be sleeping, Right. eight of it, you're supposed to be working. And then everything else has to fit into the other eight. Right. That seems like out of balance already, you know, and I know that some people don't have a choice um, necessarily, but I think, you know, now with people working from home and things like that, there are some other ways to sort of navigate all these hours, I think work will become more project-based, Yes, you know, so that you don't have to, it's not that I have to be here because who can focus for eight hours? That's, That's tough. ludicrous. Yeah. Right. Love it. I yes. mean, like focus, like be a hundred percent in with whatever you're doing. No way. I can't even do that with the things that I, and I love uh, what I do hundred percent. I'm there with you. And I'm, I'm like a 60, 70% guy. I mean, I understand that the passions that I have, but I understand you only have so much energy and mm-hmm. how will you, how much you can put through. Cause everyone wants that perfection instead of progression, you know, and that, Hey, it's Scott Ferguson here. And we're back with my really good friend, Aaron Mack, an awesome sauce thought leader. And we're going to move into our leveling up lightning round. And Aaron, we, I'm going to ask you five or six questions. You and I could easily talk an hour and every single <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Good. You got five seconds. <laughs> And they can, no, no, zero explanations. We'll beep you. I'm kidding. But no, just all of them can be answered quickly. So you ready to level okay. up? I'm ready. Let's do it. Aaron, what's the best leveling up advice you've ever received? Um, that you can quiet your mind and that's yes. powerful. Yes. Share one of your personal habits that contributes to your success. Only doing things that create joy for me and stopping things that feel um, tedious. Yes. Other than your website, Aaron-Mac.com. That's Aaron with an E. Aaron-Mac.com. And of course, time to shine today.com. That's my shameless plug. What other website does Aaron go to to level up? I tend to go to Mind Valley quite a okay. bit. Great. So you see me, you're like, man, Fergie's just not, his energy's off. Fergie's in the doldrums. <laughs> what book is Aaron handing me to level me up? Oh, it's a toss up. It's the toss up is between um, A New Earth by Eckhart Tolle yes. or um, uh, The Seed of the Soul by Gary Zukav. I will have to look that one up and I will put both of those in the show notes squad. Aaron, <clears throat> what's your most commonly used emoji when you text? <laughs> Um, I have three. One is the uh, kissing, like blowing the kiss. Right. Um, the peace sign with the fingers and, um, and just the heart emoji. Love it. And now don't friggin' lie to me on this one. Okay. (laughs) 
But because <laughs> okay. you and I are the same age. But if you could stay one age physically, physically for the rest physically. of your life, keep the wisdom you've garnered and continue to Ooh. gain wisdom. What age yeah. physically, physically would you stay for the rest of your life? I liked like 39, 40. I love it that you put a three in front. Thank you. I love you for that. I say between 28 and 32, just because I, I compete in combat sports my whole life. And it's like, oh. I can get out of bed a lot easier. Back <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, thank you for being honest. I with that, it, yeah. Any favorite charity or organization you like to give your time or money to? Um, several. I have my own, first okay. of all. Um, and so I spend a lot of time and energy in that. Um, but also, um, I love UNICEF. Okay. I also like, um, uh, oh gosh, I'm forgetting it right now. The one with the animals where you sponsor the animals, Susan Sarandon. The uh, SBA or something like that? Or No, what is it called? Oh gosh, I'm having a moment. I will research uh, it and put it in our show. Okay. okay. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no problem. Last question. You can elaborate on a little bit on this one. But what okay. is the best decade of music? 60s, 70s, 80s, or 90s? Oh, I like the, what's hard. Um, I'm going to go sixties. Wow. Okay. Very cool. You kind of have like yeah. a hippie chick thing going on, you know, I see <laughs> through your social. I mean, squad, if you're watching her, she's beautiful. She kind of looks like who I had a major kind of crush on back in the eighties, but um, Annie Lennox from the Eurythmics oh, nice. a little bit. Yeah. Love, 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 love that. So how can we find you? I think the best way to get me is on um, Instagram. Okay. I love Instagram. Um, What's your handle? I huh? add, it's Erin, uh, E-R-I-N, Mac, M-A-C-L-L-C. Got it. And, um, and squad, yeah. it won't show up as Erin McCullough. It'll show up as Joy Slinger because she's all about slinging that joy. Okay, <laughs> that's right. So tell us a little bit about that book that's going to be coming out. And I believe it's called Impenetrable, I suck at that word, Impenetrable Joy, Calm and Peace in Your Life Now. Tell us a little bit about that book. Well, of course, it starts with my story, obviously a little more in depth than what we just mm -hmm. talked about. Um, and um, and then we go into, so there's parts on beliefs, like what's sort of running the show behind the scenes, emotions, what are they, what are they signaling, how do we sort of get uh, control over those. And then the last section of the book is really about strategies, like what can I do moving forward to create these experiences to let go of the past, to create the new uh, experience that I'd like to create and um, understanding what that process looks like in terms of healing and growing. I love that you're giving them processes, Aaron, because you even when you read that book that had joy, joy, joy popping out to you, right? Yeah. There was no, I, I don't believe there are really that many processes to really yeah. find it. And I love that you're going to have a story. And then you're going to be empathetic and look through other people's eyes while you're writing this and give them steps. Thank you for doing that. And squad, we're going to have a free book giveaway because when it launches, Aaron's going to let my team know. I'm going to purchase a, uh, a copy and I'm going to have her, John Hancock, it to the first person who comments Joy Slinger on, and that's <laughs> S-L-I-N-G-E-R, in any of our social at Time to Shine Today, whether it's Instagram, LinkedIn, Twitter, Pinterest, anywhere you see um, my friend Erin's uh, interview here, and I'm going to have her send out a signed copy. Hopefully, she she might pick up the shipping for me, which should be awesome. Other than that- I'll probably I'll just send it for free, yeah. Yeah, that's my girl. <laughs> that's my Joy Slinger. So, Joy, leave us, please, pretty please, 
One last knowledge nugget you want us to take with us, internalize, and take action on. I'm going to repeat something I said earlier. Please do. Or, uh, what I'm going to tell you is if the predominant experience you are not having in this life is joy, please seek it out because it is possible to be in joy right now before or without the car, the house, the relationship, the stack of cash, the whatever it is you've been waiting for to create that experience. I'm going to tell you right now. The location is not external. It is internal. The journey is internal. And if you will hear what I'm saying, there are so many ways to create that in your life right now. Yes, absolutely. And like she just said, right now, Squad, I have a page and a half of notes that I have just from my really good friend, Erin, here. And she is the Joy Slinger. I think I'm going to (laughs) need the actual interview, interview with the Joy Slinger, Erin McCullough. You know, and she... It's all about joy, joy, joy. And she picked that. It popped out to her from a book. And she didn't really see processes, so she kept seeking. And she was always inch by inch. It's a cinch. She's not trying to be a yard by the yard. It's hard. She was very systematically bringing and internalizing things that will help her. She believes that a great coach can help you tap into more than just your five senses, get into that gut feeling, and work with your intuition and align with your intentions. You know, if you, if the intention resonates, then just go with it, go with flow. Don't try to block it. Keep moving forward. And is if your story is creating your reality, create space to work with to towards your goal. So a lot of times your story squad, at least this is what I got from a good friend, Aaron, the story can actually paralyze you in a sense. And really you can use that story, hire someone like Aaron. And I'd love to be a uh, introduction, warm introduction to Aaron, that she can help you work that story as a journey toward, towards your goals. And again, I've said it before, inch by inch, it's a cinch. By the yard, it's hard. You must have the intention to move forward. She believes that we are all here for spiritual and self-development. And she will tell you to stop pulling that past forward, especially the things that were, do not serve you. Bring the good memories, those collection of memories, and like we say, overlap your happiness here. You know, she will remind us that thoughts and emotions can be a roller coaster. You know, use your positive, powerful thoughts to create your new reality as you move forward. And that will help immensely. You know, you, she said that you can tell a thought, which that really stuck out to me. It's so simple, so basic, but she, she, you can tell a thought out loud. Tell them, get it out, get it out in journals, get it out to your coach so they know. She's going to be remembered as someone that has been in service to people and shown people they can level up in meaningful relationships and joy. She also reminded us of her body it is a suit to carry our soul. Never heard it like that, but it's freaking true. And thank you so much, Aaron, for saying that. And again, pro- progression over profession, perfection is how we say it. And that's what Aaron does every day, not only with her life, but the other people that she levels up. She's healthy. She's wealthy. She's humble, yet hungry. She's always going to be part of our time to shine today, Varsity Squad. Thank you so much, Aaron, for coming on. I'm so blessed. And I cannot wait to collaborate with you in the future. Oh, my gosh. Thanks so much for having me. I love being here. Love your energy. Um, And these platforms are so important. Having these conversations are so important. Thank you so much for creating that. Awesome. We will talk soon. Love your guts. Talk soon. Hey, thanks so much for listening to this episode of Time to Shine Today podcast. Probably brought to you by Sutter and Nugent Real Estate, real estate excellence, who can be reached at 
249-7266 and online at www.sutterandnugent.com. If you are a business owner or professional who would like to be interviewed on Time to Shine Today, please visit timetoshinetoday.com slash guest. If you like this episode, please subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, iHeartRadio, or wherever you get your podcasts. There's a link in the show notes to our website. Also there, you will see our recommended resources. We hope that you will support our show by supporting them. If you like what you've been listening to, it'd be great if you could just give us a five-star rating and tell your friends how to subscribe while you're at it. I'm your host, Scott Ferguson, and until next time, let's level up. It's our time to shine.